Hare Krishna, today we are so fortunate to have His Grace uh, Sri Bhadrani Prabhu from Nirvindavan and Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam verse 5.9.11 So Prabhuji, please take over the call, Hare Krishna Thank you Mataji for giving me this opportunity So as Mataji mentioned, we will be discussing on 5 points. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 9, Text Number 11. I don't read verse, I will read the translation and then purport, then we will discuss. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya <coughs> Narayanam Namaskrutyam Naram Chaya Narotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Ato Jaya Mudirayet Nastaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Sloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtuki okay. So, Canto 5 Chapter 11, sorry, Chapter 9 and Text Number 11, Translation. Jadabharat used to work only for food. <coughs> His stepbrothers took advantage of this and engaged him in agricultural field work in exchange for some food. But actually, he did not know how to work very well in the field. He did not know where to spread dirt or where to make the ground level are uneven. His brothers used to give him broken rice, oil cakes, the chaff of rice, warm eaten grains and burned grains and that had stuck to the pot. But he gladly accepted all this as if it were a nectar. He did not hold any grudge and ate all this very gladly. Purport by His Divine Grace, Yesi Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai. The platform of Paramahamsa is described in Bhagavad Gita 2.15. Samadukka Sukham Dhiram. So, Vrittavya Kalpate. When one is callous to all duality, the happiness and distress of this material world, one is fit for Amrtattva, eternal life. Bharat Maharaj was determined to finish his business in this material world and he did not at all care for the world of duality. He was complete in Krishna consciousness and was oblivious to good and evil. Happiness and distress, as stated in Chaitanya Charitamrata, CCR Antya 
ద్వైతి భద్ర అభద్ర జ్ఞాన సభ మనోధర్మ ఏ బాల ఏ మంద సభ బ్రహ్మ ఇన్ ద మెటీరియల్ వర్ల్డ్ కన్సెప్షన్స్ ఆఫ్ గుడ్ అండ్ బ్యాడ్ ఆర్ ఆల్ మెంటల్ స్పెక్యులేషన్స్ దేర్ ఫోర్ సేయింగ్ దిస్ ఈజ్ గుడ్ అండ్ దిస్ ఈజ్ బ్యాడ్ ఈజ్ ఆల్ ఏ మిస్టేక్ వన్ హ్యాస్ టు అండర్స్టాండ్ that in the material world of duality to think that this is good or this is bad is simply a mental concoction however one should not imitate this consciousness one should actually be situated on the spiritual platform of neutrality om gyan timirandasya gyananjana salakaya చక్షురుమీతీకమీగురోష్ణవాంశ సాగ్రజా సహగణారఘునాథీవం సాధ్వైతం సావదూతం పరిజనాసహితీరాధాకృష్ణపాదాన్శాఖాన్విత్త నమావిష్ణుపదాయ కృష్ణప్రేష్టాయ భూతలే శ్రీమతే భక్తి వేదాంత స్వామీనితినామినే నమస్తే సరస్వతీదేవే గౌరవాని ప్రచారిణి నిర్విశేషాశూన్యవాదీ పాశ్చాత్యదేశతారిణే నమో మహావదన్యాయ కృష్ణప్రేమప్రదాయే కృష్ణాయకృష్ణచరుణాసిధో దీనబంధో జగత్పతే గోపేషా గోపికాకాంతమోస్తే తప్తకాంచన గౌరాంగి రాధే వృందావనేశ్వరి వృషభానుసుతే దేవి ప్రణమామి హరి ప్రియే వాంచాకల్పాతరుభ్యశ్చ కృపాసింధుభ్యవనేభ్యో వైష్ణవేభ్యో నమో నమ జయ శ్రీకృష్ణ చైతన్య ప్రభునిత్యానంద శ్రీయద్వైత గదాదార శ్రీవాసాది గౌరభక్తవృంద హరే కృష్ణ హరే కృష్ణ 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 హరే 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 రామో హరే రామో రామ రామో హరే 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 కృష్ణ సో దిస్ క్యాంటో ఫైవ్ ఆఫ్ శ్రీమద్ భాగవతం chapter 9 which is entitled as the supreme character of jadbharat now in this chapter maybe i think all of you must be hearing daily as a different different speakers they give brief 
description about this chapter. So Srila Prabhupada, he says in this chapter, so Bharat Maharaj, after he is attaining the body of a deer due to unfortunate consequences of the life he spent at the end of, as a Bharat Maharaj, at the end of his life, so after he is getting the dear body, when he understands that what mistake he has done, so he attains the body of a Brahmana. That is described in this uh, chapter. And in this body of uh, Brahmana, how he remains like uh, the one who is very dull and deaf and dumb. So much so that he was even brought before uh, Goddess Kali to be killed as a sacrifice. Jadabharat uh, or Bharat Maharaj, he never protested. But he remained so silent. So when he gave up the body of a deer, when he took the birth, in the womb of the mother who is the youngest wife of a Brahmana. So, but he could remember the previous activities in the previous lives, in the past lives. And then to avoid the influences of the society, so he just remained like a uh, dumb person. And this Jadabharat and Bharat Maharaj, he was so careful, he don't want to fall down again in this life. So that's how <coughs> he remained just very, very dull and as if he don't know anything, as if he is acting like he is a mad person. And that we can see, actually, even in this verse also, what we are reading it. So, he never mixed with anyone who was not a devotee. And uh, he followed this, this process. And that kind of process, the Prabhupada says that one should be adopted, whoever wants to be the devotee of a Supreme Lord. So, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also advises in Chaitanya Charitamrita, we can see that. Asat Sangatyaga, Yehi Vaishnavera Achara. So, those who are not devotees, one should, one should avoid their Sangha. And that should be the Vaishnava Achara. One should be following that. And one should strictly uh, avoid the company of uh, those who are not devotees. Even, I mean, to the extent, Prabhupada says, even if they are family members also, one should be avoiding them. So, when he is in this body of a Brahmana, like when he is in the Jadabharat, the people, those who are in the neighborhood and uh, his relatives, they all thought uh, that this person is a crazy 
and dull fellow. But then, actually speaking, within himself, the Bharat Maharaj, he was always chanting and remembering Krishna, Vasudev. So that's how Bharat Maharaj actually he lived the life as a Brahmana. Even though his father wanted to give him education, advanced education, and he was father wants to purify him uh, as a Brahmana by offering him in the sacred thread and things like that. But Jadabharata remained uh, in such a way that father and mother uh, they could understand that he is crazy and he is not interested in uh, all these methods of life. And since he remained fully Krishna consciousness, uh, even though he has not undergone any of these uh, regulations as such, which he normally, even the devotees also they follow, but he did not do any of those things, but he is totally, totally remained as a Krishna conscious person. Because of his silence and many people, uh, those who are not even better than Jadabharat, uh, not even better than animal, and they began to tease him and in different, different ways. And Jadabharat tolerated all those things. So when his uh, father is died and then his stepmother and then his stepbrothers, how they treat him very, very badly. And that's where now we are at this place. So they they would give this to give him the food which is not a palatable food actually. But Jadabharata did not mind and he used to eat that very happily. And uh, he's, the reason is that he is totally, completely observed in Krishna consciousness. So whenever he is asked by his stepbrothers, uh, by his stepmother, by his brothers and his stepmother, to guard the paddy field. And he used to do that things. He never stopped it. So then we get to read that as we go further. Now, especially in this verse, talking about how his brothers and his stepmother treated him. Like they used to give him the food which is not really palatable. And Jadabharata used to accept it. And he is to enjoy that. The reason is that he is least bothered about uh, of enjoying something which is very, very palatable. So, that's where Srila Prabhupada, he writes in the purport, Prabhupada talks about how Jadabharat is uh, on the platform of Paramahamsa. Uh, because he is uh, not bothered by these dualities. So good food or bad food, or good and bad, things like this. That's where Prabhupada talks about in the 2.15 of Bhagavad Gita, 2.15, Krishna describes the characteristics of a Paramahamsa. But before that verse, Krishna also he speaks about uh, how these dualities they appear 
but how one should tolerate this dualities now why krishna is speaking about this in bhagavad gita because arjuna even though he is a kshatriya and even though he is a, a great fighter and he never ran away from any battlefield and he never uh, ever lost any battle as such and that kind of a person he is deciding not to fight and only for one reason arjuna is is confused that is the only reason krishna is speaking bhagavad gita to arjuna if arjuna gudu given all the four reasons what he has given to krishna for not fighting and if arjuna could have if he fell silent and then says this is my decision i do not want to fight and krishna must have not forced arjuna to fight the battle but then arjuna told krishna that he is confused and uh, he don't know what to do so he request krishna to guide him and that's the time then krishna starts speaking bhagavad gita so krishna starts speaking bhagavad gita to arjuna starting with um, asochan anvasochastam pragyavadam sabhasase gatasam nagatasam cha nanasochan te pandita you are acting like a learned man you are talking like a learned man but you are acting like a fool number 1 and that's where then he starts and krishna could understand why arjuna is do not want to because when arjuna since he is feeling this war is happening for his pleasure for the pleasure of pandavas because pandavas they lost the kingdom and now when they fight this war they are going to get this kingdom and they are going to enjoy as the kings so this is what is arjuna is thinking and that's the reason because of the concept of i and mine because of this concept um that i and mine that concept comes uh, because of the attachment to the body now as arjuna is having attachment to this body and he started thinking whatever is um, related to this body is mine so he is thinking my grandfather bhishma dev and my guru dronacharya so this is what arjuna is thinking then how can i kill them because they are my worshipable living entities and because of this attachment arjuna he do not want to fight and that krishna could understand now arjuna is feeling this attachment bodily attachment and that is the reason arjuna is do not want to fight so krishna starts addressing that uh, the mindset which arjuna is having it so that's where the krishna starts speaking that first of all you are not this body arjuna you are spirit soul and from there krishna starts speaking 
or slowly slowly he brings arjuna to the a concept of one should not be attached to this body that's where he speaks the first starting of bhagavad gita second chapter he speaks about sankhya yoga where he is analyzing uh, the body and the spirit soul analyzing both of that's where it's called as sankhya yoga so when our krishna starts speaking to arjuna about we are not the body we are spirit soul and then he talks about like how the soul he starts explaining about the characteristics of the soul starts explaining about how as the soul uh, takes the shelter in this body and what are the changes that happens into the body the kaumaram yavanam jara tata dehantara prapti dhirasa tatra namuhyati so he talks about this one so as the body this as the embodied soul in this body and the body goes through the different different changes but the soul never goes through any changes so after explaining that and krishna starts slowly moving from the concept of a soul to then slowly he comes to the topic of the dualities there he speaks about the 2.14 first he says ಮಾತ್ರೋ ಧೀರಸ ತತ್ರ ನಾಮುಗಿಯತಿ ಸೊ ದ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಧೀರ ಹಿ ವೋಂಟ್ ಬಿಲ್ಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಟಾಲರೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಬಟ್ ಅನದರ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಟೆಲ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸಿ ದ ಸೀತಾ ಅಂಡ್ ಉಷ್ಣ ಅಂಡ್ ಸುಖ ಅಂಡ್ ದುಃಖ ದೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಪರ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ because of the senses we are feeling it what are the senses the senses are bodily senses the senses are not for the soul as such these are the bodily senses because of this bodily senses you feel this having this connection like having this uh, uh, sometimes cold and sometimes heat but as a even without knowing that you are uh, even if you don't know that you are not this body your spirit soul but then in the discharge of their duties one should tolerate these things like now we are coming into the spring i think uh, incidentally today is the official spring day and this is spring and now we are in the spring but before that it was a winter it's so cold but all of the people those who are residing in this part of the world and they tolerate this cold tolerate and when they tolerate after few days then definitely there will be spring and there will be the summer and then again it's going to be the winter in the summer it will be very very hot as the proper writes in the purport the ladies they cook even during the summer also they cannot say that oh, no we don't want to cook 
they tolerate the heat in the kitchen and standing in front of fire they cook and similarly in the winter season in india it's difficult to get hot water so men they take bath early in the morning 4 o'clock okay especially when you go for yatras we take bath early in the morning to go for mangalarti so that one uh, tolerate these uh, dualities for the discharge of their duties one has to follow these things so krishna is telling arjuna since you are being a kshatriya you have to fight and you have to execute your duty so for that purpose as a kshatriya you have to fight even though sometimes it may happen that you have to fight with your friends and sometimes you may have to fight with your relatives it, it doesn't matter one has to the fight that just like <clears throat> for kshatriya they always want to fight that's all that's it doesn't mind where they are fighting okay? with whom they are fighting and on which side they are fighting that is the spirit of kshatriya kshatriya fights just like shalya he fought shalya even though he is the uh, uncle of nakul and sahadev he is the brother of madri even though he is wanted to fight on the side of pandavas but something happened he fought on the side of kauravas this what happens and he is being a kshatriya he fought since he has given his word he fought and he is not like arjuna he did not uh, he did not think that oh yeah if i fighting from the kauravas side it will be so difficult for me how can i kill my banjas how can i kill my uh, nephews i have to fight with them he did not run away because he is a kshatriya but as arjuna here even though he is a kshatriya but still he is having this feeling of bodily attachment and that's where arjuna is confused because he is bewildered because of this bodily attachment and that's krishna is addressing that uh concept or that feeling of arjuna the attachment and he is trying to uproot that feeling of arjuna is having that attachment that's where krishna starts speaking otherwise uh, i mean if somebody else is there in krishna's position they could have handled situation differently they could have told arjuna what nonsense you are talking are you gone mad are you gone crazy don't you remember what duryodhana did to your wife draupadi they are trying to disrobe her in fact i am the one who came and then protected her you are guys are all useless you could not do anything and krishna did not speak all these words to arjuna he was directly addressing the root cause because of arjuna's attachment to his body so when we have attachment to this body and that's where we see this dualities like as propadi is talking about in the purport how Uh, jadbharat is beyond these dualities 
and jadabharat is not bothered whether he is getting uh, burned rice or whether he is getting fresh rice or he is getting grains which are very good quality or not good quality he is just accepting it actually down the line we can get to see even though jadabharat is like this the eating food and he is beyond the dualities but he is a nice hefty body jadabharat is having that's the reason actually they the decoits they take jadabharat to give him uh, sacrifice to mother kali so when we are attached to this body and we get the sense perception and because of sense perception then we get to this dualities so shila propad goes one step further in the purport and then he talks about he quotes from chaitanya charitamrita and then he says even in this world even the good and bad are these are dualities which is good activity bad activity and this is also the mental concoction um that, that's what he says it is also mental concoction that's having this good and bad are one therefore saying this is good and this is bad is all mistake one has to understand that the material world of duality in the material world of duality to think that this is good or this is bad is simply a mental concoction so then uh, the question comes then wow come on stop here and let's analyze then the scripture themselves they quote this is good and this is bad then how is that we are saying it is a mental concoction that this is good and this is bad uh, when we go to see the vedas they mainly deal with uh, three things dharma artha kama moksha is there but it is very very limited dharma artha kama these are the three things vedas mainly deal with and these three things are given for the people those who are attached to the body and that is the reason for them to give what is good and what is bad vedas prescribe that but then one performs these three dharma by performing your dharma one gets by following the regulative principles given in the prescribed duties given in the vedic scriptures and as one follows one gets the economical development because one is following the instructions given in the vedas there is a economic development so when there is an economic development happens artha then one desires to enjoy their senses kama it comes so that's where when these three are there so they are bodily attached but when we cross transcend these three and then 
like uh, Krishna tells in the Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna in the second chapter, one should transcend these three modes of material nature. So when we transcend these three modes of material nature, then one will be liberated from these modes of material nature. So when one is liberated from these modes of material nature, that means they are beyond dualities. Now, how to attain this? That is the process is given, how one can attain that. Like if somebody starts following the prescribed duties given in the Vedas, and that prescribed duties slowly, slowly, uh, delivers one from the uh, clutches of these modes of material nature. There is a wonderful description, beautiful description is given in, in the uh, uh, description is given in Bhagavad Gita. As you read Bhagavad Gita, it describes how one can come out of these clutches of Maya just by following the prescribed duties given in the Vedas. Slowly, slowly that will happen. It may happen in one lifetime or it may happen in many, many lifetimes. But there is a path, there is a process and that path is given in the Vedic scriptures. That one uh, follows this and then one can be fully uh, gets liberated, one can be liberated from these modes of material nature. So then Srila Prabhupada, he writes in the purport, the last point, or last sentences, very uh, uh, instructive to all of us. One should not artificially do this. One should not imitate of having uh, beyond the uh, dualities. One should not uh, imitate that. Imitate the characteristics of Bhijara Bharat or those personalities, those who are beyond dualities. One should be properly situated in that. That how one can be situated by practicing uh, devotional service, by practicing Varnashrama Dharma. That Varnashrama Dharma is nothing but the uh, Vedas which are following the uh, prescribed duties. According to your Varna, according to your Ashrama, there are certain prescribed duties are given. And once when we start following this, and then slowly, slowly, one elevates themselves uh, from that level to the stage of liberation. One will be liberated from this modes of material nature. So, to uh, one should not be imitating on this position of becoming uh, beyond the dualities. But then, as, then how one can be, then how is it possible, then how one can be liberated from that? That's what Krishna is uh, advising to Arjuna in the second chapter, 14 and the 15 verses, where Krishna is saying that one should tolerate these dualities. As you tolerate these dualities and start following the uh, principles given in the Vedic scriptures or following the principles given for the process of a devotional service, one slowly, slowly elevates themselves from the stage of a Kanishta Dikari to Uttama Dikari. So once you reach to the stage of Uttama Dikari, and that's where the stage where one feels uh, one is beyond this dualities. Like one, they themselves, they feel that they are lower than 
anybody else in this entire creation, in this world. Because they don't see any faults in others. There are no dualities at that time. They cannot see any faults in others. In fact, they think they are lower than others. Everybody else is better than them. And that is the stage one reaches. So at that stage it will be difficult for somebody to preach. And that's the reason they move down. If they would like to preach, then they move down to the stage of Madhyamadhikari and they start preaching. Because in Madhyamadhikari stage they have to discriminate. They discriminate who is favorable to Krishna consciousness, who is not favorable to Krishna consciousness. So those who are favorable, they associate with them. Those who are not favorable, they try to preach to them. And they avoid them. So that's... Uh, as we follow this process, one reach to the stage of Uttamadikari and there, there is no bodily attachment and they are beyond this uh, sense perception and where they feel themselves they are lower than everything else. Because... They are not in dualities at that time. So how, how we can attain that one? That's what we are doing it right now, by following the, uh, the principles given to practice this devotional service. Okay. So I'll stop here and see if there is any questions and comments. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, all best to Sri Prabhupada. I have a small question. It was such a nice class, and I joined a little late. Towards the end, you were just speaking about the three levels. So if an Uttama Adhikari wants to preach, so what, preach individually or in a small group setting rather than a big class, would he do that? Or if he wants to do, does he have to come down to a Madhama Adhikari level? Yes, because if he is in the stage of Uttamadhikari, if he is situated only in that stage, it will be difficult for him to preach because he feels whole world is better than him. Then there he cannot preach. If the fact that they are preaching means they are come to the level of Madhyamadhikari and they are preaching. Otherwise, at the stage of Uttamadhikari, they cannot preach to anybody. Why? Because they feel themselves they are lower than everybody else. And if you feel you are inferior to anybody, everyone, then what are you going to tell others as such? Because you feel yourself you are lower than everybody. Then you cannot tell anyone as such, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. You have to practice Krishna consciousness. And these are the advantages if you practice Krishna consciousness. You cannot preach this. Because you feel yourself you are lower than everybody else. So that's not possible. So only if somebody is preaching, means that they are coming to the level of, I mean, not we, but the Vatamadikari level, like Prabhupada. Prabhupada at his stage, he, is, he cannot preach. He has to come to the level of Madhyamadikari and preach. Where he has to discriminate what is good, what is bad and which way he has to preach. And that's how he preached to Prabhupada. Otherwise, Prabhupada is good sitting in New in Vrindavan and just writing books, publishing books, and writing Srimad Bhagavatam. 
that that's what he was doing it but then he decided to preach that's where then he has to come down to now uh, this material world and then he start preaching in the western world and the, the fact that somebody is preaching means especially those who are at a higher level not higher not all of us and uh, the fact that preaching means they are uh, coming down to the level of madhyamadhikara and they are preach because at uttamadhikara level nobody can preach just like when you see rupa goswami sanatan goswami like when uh, the digujay pandit approached them and then told them that hey, come on i want to have uh, uh, i challenge you why don't why can't we have some kind of competition and see who is better either i better or you are better and both of them said that was oh, there is no need to do any competition as such we totally happily agree that you are better than us we are lower than you please and he want them to sign on the paper he signed they signed that certificate and gave it to them that is uttamadhikari stage so even though mm-hmm. jeev goswami is at uttamadhikari stage but then he wanted to prove to the uh, digujay pandit as well as the whole world that they are not lower than uh, digujay pandit and that's how then jeev goswami has to sit with him and uh, argue with him and then have a competition with him and then defeated him to show that his guru is not lower than him yes. his guru is out of his uh, compassion out of his uttamadhikari level he do not want to they do not want to spend time in all these nonsensical things always remembering yes. krishna that's all hmm? hope that uh, helps prabhu yes so, so that means uh, to like uh, a, a uttamadhikari will necessarily be a भजनानंदी तो आई मीन इज इंटरेस्ट टू बिकम ए गोष्ठी आनंदी विल बी लेस और स्टील फाइंड प्लेजर इन द गोष्ठी सी द उत्तम अधिकारी ही कैन बी गोष्ठी ऑल्सो सो ओनली टू द एक्सटेंट एक्सप्लेनिंग अबाउट कृष्णा बट नॉट रीचिंग टू अदर्स एज सच uttamadhikari he will be happy to describe the past times of krishna to talk about lord that that yeah, is the stage of uttamadhikari it's not that uh, yeah. they don't talk to anybody just they will be sitting in, in their bhajan kutir and just always chanting there may be like that some of the uh, personalities but uttamadhikari he takes pleasure in describing he talking about krishna in uh, giving talking about his past yeah. times that is the stage of uttamadhikari So, somebody is preaching. Uh-huh. That means they are coming to the level of Madhyamadhikari and preach. So, the ideal situation would be the Madhyamadhikari will bring in uh, new people, and the Madhyamadhikari will be preach to them about Krishna Katha and nothing about. Uh, uh uh no arguments kind of a situation that uh the, those will be dealt with at the madhyamadhikari level is that correct uh, understanding uh, yeah probably maybe yes or no both ways also it is see when you are coming into the madhyamadhikari level then you can do everything also you can preach krishna okay. consciousness as well as you can preach even glories of past times of lord also you can do that at the madhyamadhikari level 
మధ్యమధికారి డిస్క్రిమినేట్స్ వాట్ ఈస్ గుడ్ వాట్ ఈస్ బ్యాడ్ హౌ ఇట్ ఈస్ హౌ టు డీల్ విత్ సిచ్యువేషన్స్ దట్ ఈస్ మధ్యమధికారి లెవెల్ దే డూ ఇట్ సో యాజ్ ఏ కనిష్ట అధికారి యు ఆర్ పేయింగ్ అటెన్షన్ ఓన్లీ టు ద డీటీస్ యు ఆర్ నాట్ పేయింగ్ అటెన్షన్ టు ద డీటీ టు ద డివోటీస్ యాజ్ సచ్ అండ్ యాజ్ ఎ మధ్యమధికారి యూ డిస్క్రిమినేట్ పీపుల్ హూ ఆర్ ఫేవరబుల్ అండ్ అన్ఫేవరబుల్ అండ్ అకార్డింగ్లీ యూ ప్రీచ్ టు దెమ్ అండ్ ఎట్ ప్రీచింగ్ టైమ్ డిపెండింగ్ అపాన్ ఏనకైనా ప్రకారైనా హౌ ఎవర్ ఈజ్ నీడెడ్ వాట్ ఎవర్ ఈజ్ నీడెడ్ దట్ డోసెస్ దే కీప్ గివింగ్ ఇట్ at sometimes they may be giving krishna katha sometimes they may be preaching about the regulatory principles and sometimes they may be preaching about the principles of devotional service it's all depends on how as and when it's needed like that yes prabhu yes, okay yes yes very nice thank you very much thank you hari krishna okay any other questions comments hare krishna prabhu ji dhanyavad pranam jai lokopat can you hear me prabhu yes prabhu ji hare krishna dhanyavad pranam very nice class prabhu thank you so much wonderful so while you are discussing the uh, uh, if one feels lower than everyone he will not able to preach and while we understanding the purport of trinada bisne chanatra rivasaishna it feels like probably it's contradicts mm-hmm. how is that uh um tetra mahaprabhu says you know when he, when he has to feel like uh, he is like a lower lower than blade of grass okay but if one feels that how one he will can preach since you mentioned if one on feels lower than everyone he will not able to preach so there is a contradiction it's the same chaitanya mahaprabhu saying that tranadapi sunichena tadoriva saishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniya sadahari chaitanya mahaprabhu is not saying that tranadapi sunichena tadoriva saishnuna amanina manadena preaching everybody kirtaniya sadahari chant hare krishna mantra remember names of hari and that is the mood of practicing a devotional service that's what chaitanya mahaprabhu is saying so one feels lower than grass and that is the mood one practices the devotional service one should chant the, the names of hari so if somebody is doing like that if somebody becomes to the level of uttam adhikari and he is feeling that he is lower than everybody and that's why but it's not that he is not chanting uh, he is uh, always he must just like a jadabharat even though he is uh, fully krishna consciousness within but outside he is uh, not at all paying attention to anything and that's how they are that's how the uttamadhikari level is and so there there is no contradiction to that only when there is a need for a preaching then they need to step down little bit and then discriminate and then start giving the message to others but yes the essence of this movement is a preaching preaching is the essence 
So that's the reason Śrīla Prabhupāda, he has to, he has to come down a little bit and then start preaching to the, the public and whomever he meets. But uh, Prabhupāda is always uh, uh, chanting Hare Krishna mantra within his mind or within his uh, heart. It's always going on. He is a Vottamadhikāri, but then he comes down to the one step, lower, because that is the essence, is the preaching. So that's where he is doing it. But whenever there is necessary, whenever it is necessary, they can always, because they are at the level of Uttamadhikari, they can go back to their own shell and then they can keep practicing uh, what they are doing it, chanting the holy names all the time. And that time, sometimes even we can experience that as Prabhupada is preaching. Somebody asked this question, you explained about the four classes of people, which class you belongs to? And the Prabhupada says, I belong to fifth class. Where we can see that. And sometimes that comes out, that mood of Vattamadhikari level. And that sometimes Prabhupada says that I am your servant. All of your servants, that's me. So this kind of mood you can see when sometimes of Uttamadikari mood which we can see that even though he is coming to the lower level and then try to start preaching to others. So it's, uh, there is no contradictory at all. It's the same as it is. There is, one has to preach. But as the principles they follow, is that Trunadapi Sunichena Tarovriva Saishnuna Amanina Manadena so they don't expect respect for themselves. That they perfectly follow that. The, most of the problems in this material world is because of the expectations. Correct. Correct. There is a friction between everywhere is there is the expectations. Because of that expectations yeah. is so many problems. But there are no expectations right. from their side. They, if you give respect, if you don't give respect, it, they don't bother as such. And some of the incidences we can see with the uh, present Srila Prabhupada disciples. We, we can uh, so much see that. How they are beyond these uh, expectations. Like one of the examples which I heard is that uh, uh, when Radhana Swami landed in UK, in London, and somebody has to come and pick up from the temple, and somehow for some reason they forgot. And he walked down all the way from there to uh, the temple, with his luggage, with his bags. And then as he is entering into the temple, then people could understand, whoa, we forgot this thing, how could, how could we forget? But there is an expectation for him that he is not coming and then yelling at the people, what did you do? Why you didn't do that? And Prabhupada could do that just to teach his disciples. There again, he is stepping down to the level so that he can teach his disciples. Just like somebody asked, one uh, reporter asked Srila Prabhupada in Australia, as Prabhupada is going by BMW car, uh, Swamiji, you are sannyasi, do you need BMW car? Prabhupada said, I don't need mm. But my, my disciples need BMW car to provide me this mm. facility. That is their uh, they need, that is their duty. They have to uh, take care of their guru, and that is the principle that he is trying to teach. 
So at some places he acts like this, some places he I don't act like that. So that we can see it very clearly. So they do follow whatever is given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu perfectly. And they feel they are lower than the grass. At the same time they don't feel any expectations. But for preaching they do the preaching because that is the essence. And at the same time, sometimes we may see that it is an arrogance. But yes, they do give instructions to their disciples because that is the etiquette that one the disciple should learn and he has to follow that etiquette. Hope that helps, Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu. Yes, yes. Yeah. Depending upon one's mood and position, they yes. can act for the betterness. Wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much, Prabhu. Thank you. Yeah. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Hare Can Krishna. you hear me? Hare Krishna Mahesh Prabhu. Yes. Hare Krishna Prabhu. As always, I enjoy your class because you are so in-depth um, knowledge for us. Prabhuji, you are telling that, uh, you know, uh, uh, that you do not have to associate the people who are not duty, even in the family. So, like, suppose, uh, uh, you know, if, uh, in the family, you know, the, uh, you, somebody is not Krishna conscious, but then you want to preach them, so they become Krishna conscious. So, and then that is number one, and number two, uh, even though they are not Krishna conscious, but if you don't, uh, we have to treat everybody uh, as a Vaishnava nicely. Even uh, Prabhupada says, even the dogs and cats also. So, it is the uh, not aparadh that uh, we consider them different level and we don't preach because they are still in our family. Mm -hmm. So the question is, uh, we have to associate. So what to do? Yeah. Is that right? So yes. the yes, instruction or the given is that uh, asatya sangha tyaga uh, not to associate with the non-devotees the instruction the meaning is that even if you are associating with them don't uh, what we say that um, don't take from them you have to give them if you are associating. It's not necessary that you should not associate. But when you are associating, you associate them. You give your association to them. Don't take their association. So that is the meaning of that, uh, the word, mm -hmm. asat sangatyaga. So normally what happens, when we try to associate with the people, the thing what happens is, we try to take their qualities onto us as you are associating. That is the reason we say that do not associate. Why? Because one of the examples which we can see is that if you have association with the devotees, it's just like this Bharata Maharaj only we saw, he left his kingdom and then he came to the forest and he was living in the forest. And he is living alone in the forest. He, had it been with some other devotee he is living, a devotee could have told him, hey Prabhuji, what are you doing? I think you are getting more and more attached to the deer. 
I think you should be. Uh, please look into this or take care of it. Or you need not even say that much. You could have said just one thing, Prabhu. क्या हो गया क्या आजकल दिखने रहे हैं आप मंदिर में I'm not able to see you Sunday feast. What is happening? That itself it give it rings the bell to the devotee. So that's where mm-hmm. there you are taking a devotee association. association of devotees similarly when you are mixing up with the devotee those who are not practicing a devotional service and if you start taking their association and slowly slowly your devotional service will go away but the uh, idea is that it's not that you should not associate with them you associate with them to give your association not to take their association so when you do that then you are trying to give your qualities to them you are trying to preach to them you are trying to show them that it is not that we are saying that we are better than them but what we are saying is the process is better which we are following and that will definitely help them and that will definitely liberate them from this clutches of uh, the modes of material nature and that's where we are trying to associate with others and we are trying to give others what we have so the meaning of asat sangha does not mean that do not associate with the people but the meaning is that don't take their association give your association to them normally when our children to my children i keep telling this thing you, you when they go to school and the colleges don't take their association you be with them but be among them as one of them but don't be like them you be like who you are so in a sense you don't take their association they may be having habits of smoking or drinking a liquor or taking a drugs or things like that you you don't take those association instead you give your association to them or at least you remain as you are who you are so in in that situation it becomes difficult uh, when you associate with them <clears throat> if you don't give your association then definitely you are going to take their association <coughs> to avoid the danger that chaitanya mahaprabhu says that asat sangha tyaga one should not associate with non devotees that's what it mentions but then yes if you are associating with the mind or with the uh, idea that you want to give your association to them that that has to be there otherwise how can we preach to others preaching will not happen preaching is not done by brahmacharis preaching is not done by sanyasis preaching is done by grahasthas because you are mixing up with the people you are in the mainstream and these two are not in the mainstream either brahmachari nar sanyasi they are not in the mainstream they facilitate so what you are doing is you are mixing up with the people you kind of influence them to some extent and you bring them to the brahmachari or to the sanyasi and they will preach to them because they remain as a, uh, as an example 
or as an uh, what we call it as as a uttamadhikari level the people where one can start looking up to them and they that makes more sense to them to talk to them but then actually the catalyst you are the catalyst and you are the one who is actually working at the grassroots level by associating with these people and then bringing them to the krishna consciousness giving them little by little little by little slowly slowly even they may not be knowing that you are they are taking your association so the whole idea of asat sangatyag is that that we should not take their association and we should give our association to them i mean the scriptures they go little bit uh, far distance and then to talk about like the one of the example which we can see is that um, a father should not be with his daughter in uh, in a room i mean i am paraphrasing it in a room alone grown up daughter a father should not this is what scripture talks about now nowadays when you talk about this thing the people will look at you hey what happening to you are you mad are you crazy what are you talking but then yes we do see many incidents where father and daughter they are come into the relationships because of the situations or whatever the reason either father's mind got uh, deviated or you know, what all those nonsense things it's not even worth talking uh, in this conference but that is the scripture instructions the scripture they go one step further and they give us the instruction to um, kind of uh, tell us what the things that can happen in this material world so that's where the chaitanya mahaprabhu also giving us the instruction that one should not associate with the non devotees but then by all means if your intentions are good and you want to bring them to krishna consciousness yes you should associate with them you should give them your association at least not by your words at least by the through the prasadam but we should be strong enough otherwise we also may get deviated from our devotional service hope that helps prabhu Maestro, are you there? Is it he got disconnected? Yeah, I like the point Prabhu he mentioned the catalyst agents are the grahasthas they bring up the nice yes. bring up the other devotees here. Yes, thank you. any other questions or comments okay i think we can stop here sari krishna thank you so much prabhuji for this nectar in class and question answer session hari krishna Thank you, Mataji. So, if nobody has any question or comment, oh, we can end up the call here. Pancha kalpatur vesha prupasit mudhavacha patitanam pavanetu vachanetu namo namo. Anta koti vesha vidhiki jay. Shri Prabhupada ki jay. Is great. Shri Badhani Shri Badhani ki jay.